When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, I bet that that music sounds familiar to a lot of people. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bradley. Uh, you just saw this show on Wednesday, and we're very lucky to have a member of the cast in studio with us. I did, and we are. Um, Daniel Quadrino is joining us, and he plays Michael TV in yes. the wonderful Willie and the Wonka and the Chocolate... Willie Willy and Wonka. the Wonka. Willie and the Wonka. I like that. Willie Willy and the Wonka. The Wonka. <laughs> uh, and the Chocolate Factory that's at the Orpheum uh, now through the 17th. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm sure you're tired because you're busy, you know, doing an amazing show on oh, stage. Thank you. No, it's good. Okay. Afternoon. Oh, yeah. So you're <laughs> happy, great. Right? I'm good. You got to sleep, sleep in. in. Yeah. <laughs> so, were you a big fan of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as a child? Have you have you always loved this? Yeah. I mean, story. I read the book when I was younger, and you know, as much as I don't don't want to believe I'm like Mike TV, but maybe I am a little bit. But uh, <laughs> you know, I loved the story growing up, and then. The original movie, of course, is amazing. And then I, a lot of people don't like the Johnny Depp version, but I like it for what it's worth. And mm-hmm. I think it's kooky and awesome. Yeah. And that's what the story is. So I've just been a big fan of the show and the story for a really long time. I was going to say it's, you know, whether you watch um, the original movie, whether you read the books, whether you watch the Johnny Depp version or now you see, you know, the musical, mm-hmm. there's just no matter which version you're watching, there's a delightfully kooky uh, quality and it's always a different interpretation on maybe what that cookie is but that has to be fun it's not just a bunch of happy um, oh, yeah. you know wonderful you know storybook ending for children like you know a lot of children's, children's yeah. stories I think the kookiness that we have makes the show so fun because it also just makes it kind of different every night because you know the comedic timing and you know just the reaction of the audience everything about it it's just it just makes the show so fun to do every night because yeah. it's so whimsical and magical. And I, I don't know. I think it's something that we all need right now. It's a nice escape. Oh, oh for sure. That is, yeah. you put it very yeah. well. Especially we do this need week. an escape. My God, yeah. by the time I got to sit down in that seat um, on Wednesday night, I was like, oh, thank God. All I have to do is enjoy myself <laughs> yeah. you know, with a fun show. But there's this kind of, again, quirky or kooky factor, but it's also just a little bit edgy. So there's kind of something for everyone, right, in this show. I will say to me, it's a this is a great family show. Yeah. So the kids that were in the audience were eating this up. But the parents too, you know, whether it's because there's some we, jokes that go over the kids' head that uh, the parents which is like, exactly. always yeah. the good a good a mark that. of a really entertaining mm-hmm. show that appeals to children mm-hmm. is if <laughs> I can laugh yeah. at something they don't understand, I'm as happy as can be. Yeah. yeah. 
How do you guys keep it fresh every night? Like when you're, you know, on stage. Um, I was actually talking about this on the way here that uh, we have this week. We have two Charlie's playing. Usually there's three ones on vacation this week. Um, so and it's just different every night because mm. each Charlie plays it so different. It, they're all three different individuals that are like completely different personalities, and so that makes the show different. And then depending on who else is on, you know, we have understudies, we have swings, we have all this stuff going on. And each show is different because each audience is different. Mm. And sometimes you'll get a big laugh in some place and then randomly you'll get one somewhere else. And you're like, wait, I've never heard that before. And it's just, it's just based on all of the elements together, I yeah. guess. And, but it's, it's easy to stay fresh because the show is just, it's supposed to be played with, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, I just will say, is this your first time performing in Minnesota? It is. We are yeah. known for our audiences. So yeah. be ready. Buckle in. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Have you heard that yet? Yes. Okay, I'm good. Put your winter coats on and come see the show. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. shows are, the shows are on this weekend. Yeah. The show must go on, despite the fact that there's about a foot of snow that's going to yeah. drop on us. We don't care. It's we Minnesota. Don't care. We'll be there. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys are just joining us, by the way, we're talking to Daniel Quadrino, who's currently playing Mike TV. Now, if you don't know the story, I mean, who doesn't know the story, right? Your character, some things happen. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you what it's like to be uh, made smaller every night. <laughs> There's a lot of stretching when yeah. back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fun there, you know, that. There's some cool technical elements. I was going to say, there's a lot of different technical elements to the show that will blow audiences' minds, especially kids, but even for the adults. Yeah. There's like really amazing like graphics and Mm -hmm. like, um, but shrinking every night is fun. You know, there's a whole video portion and like my character's obsessed with technology and I think we're all a little obsessed with technology. So it's like interesting to really check yourself now. I find myself being like, okay, stop being a zombie on Uh my phone. Get it out of my phone. Uh I like, (laughs) you see what happens to people that are always on their phones. They get shrunk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now you know. (laughs) And and, you know, you haven't seen the show, Colleen, but you know the story, right? Mm -hmm. However, this stage show uh, really does work in sort of modern day, the things that that kids are obsessed with. So even though... You know what it used to be uh, during the original movie or even the Johnny Depp movie, maybe not the same, like that distraction on your phone. Mm -hmm. And I think this show does a a wonderful job of sort of speaking to, you know, the current audience. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, speaking of kids, uh, there's a pretty special, special event coming up. Uh, Right, Bradley? Yeah. Well, it looks like on the 13th. So this is next Wednesday, I think there's a kids night. Yes. And Kids Night, uh, it looks like you, there's a ticket deal. So I would just suggest you go to a Hennepin Theater Trust's website um, to get all the details. But there's a meet and greet photo opportunity with cast members. Um, it's just a fun night for families. Again, any of these shows is going to be great for the kids. But if you want to do something extra special, it looks like the 730 performance on Wednesday will be extra kid friendly. I feel like that's got to be a unique experience, too, to have a crowd full of kids to to be in a show that really does appeal to kids. It's amazing. Yeah. Cause yeah. they bring such a great energy. So I imagine that's part of what makes it so fun on stage every night. It's really awesome because you know, a lot of the matinees and sometimes matinees are early. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're a little just harder than night shows, mm-hmm. yeah. but like you walk out and you feel this energy from like, you know, last week we were in Schenectady and mm-hmm. we had a school group of like 300 kids there and you just feel the energy oh, and sure. just, you know, when you see the chocolate room for the first time, like just hearing the gasps and like seeing like little kids just pull on their mom's shoulder and be like, look at that. Like, it's really, it's really inspiring because, you know, I grew up going to shows and wanting to be in a show. Yeah. And now that I get to do it, it's really fun. So it's kind of like a full circle moment and see those oh, kids for sure. in the audience. Well, Speaking of full circle yeah. moments, um, 
you were on Peter Pan Live. I was. NBC's Peter Pan Live, the live <laughs> musical. We are obsessed with live musicals. We talk about them all the time. Every time they happen, whether good or bad, <laughs> Peter Pan was amazing. Um, you got to tell us about it. You have to tell us what it's like to be uh, in a live television musical production. Yeah, I feel like I was in one of the earlier ones. That was like mm-hmm. the second yeah, one that, that yeah. NBC did. So like they've they learn so much from doing them every year. I think we didn't have a live audience, and we actually filmed on Long Island. I grew up on Long Island, and I would pass my community theater on the way there, and I was like, "This oh. is so weird." Um, but it was so amazing, like seeing just like watching Christopher Walken just like be a human is one of the most interesting and cool things. I bet. Sure. I mean, honestly, yeah. did I not say that? It was like yeah. Christopher Walken was in that and yeah you know i would be curious to know just like how is he just walking he just, around like, in life yeah like, he's it's it's just very like, hey, kid yeah he loves <laughs> you know? uh yeah i actually just talked about him the other day he would eat like smoked salmon like every day at lunch like and he would like sit and I, I feel like he would sit by himself but like i just feel like i was always just too afraid to talk to him but then i like finally like talked to him and he's really cool like yeah. he's a cool yeah. guy and it's just a lot of like the funny things that happen in the show are from our rehearsal room. It's really weird to do a show like that. Oh, I'm sure. Rehearse like it's a regular musical yeah. and then you get to the space and they're like, oh, we forgot there's cameras. Oh, yeah. So you reblock everything. Oh my gosh. And then you're like, go. And then it happens and it's opening, first preview, and closing, all in one all night. Once. And then there's a party on the set after, which is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and no audience. I mean, I gotta feel like that's gotta be the almost the weirdest part. Well, you finish a dance number and you're just like... <sighs> Yeah, just holding the Why is nobody clapping? Yeah. That, the crew, the people yeah. silently clapping They're just like, behind cut. the cameras. <laughs> well, we're very happy that uh, that an audience is provided for you each time yes. you perform yeah. uh, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And again, you can get tickets at uh, the Hennepin Theater Trust mm-hmm. website. They are still available. And uh, the show goes through... 17th. The 17th. 17th. Charlie's Chocolate Factory, pay special attention to Mike TV's character, especially when he gets little. That like blew my mind how, I don't know, whatever technology is happening to make you super teeny tiny with your arms moving around and your head moving around. (laughs) I don't know how that happens, but whatever it is, it's kind of amazing and almost worth the price of admission on its own. And the Oompa Loompas, we won't talk about it, but you got to go see it. Well, they're in it, so just expect it because it happens. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is cheat day because it's Friday, and um, we've saved this one special for Holly because she's been talking about it for weeks. We're gonna cheat on our diets after this on My Talk 1071. Each and every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to cheat on our normally restrictive and healthy diets, and we do that with a little cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test what are we eating today i picked these up the other like three or four weeks ago and then holly went on a a little vacay and i've been hanging on to them because holly has wanted to try the donuts cereal inspired by the hostess donuts uh which is made by post holly how excited are you? Thank you, Colleen, for considering <laughs> me in your cheat day why ventures. Are you, why were these so important to you, Holly? I love the little mini donuts that you get at the gas station. I mean, they look like Cheerios, white <gasps> Cheerios. It's they true. do. They look they like kind of yeah. dusted with uh, powdered sugar Cheerios. They look They look more like Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, but without the fruit. But it's like they the forgot to fruitize them. Yes, as they do in the factory mm-hmm. when they're making right. the Fruit Loops. Exactly. Uh, so... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that's all. It literally looks like little mini Smells crispy like donuts. Uh, Doesn't really smell like anything. I got a little sugar, a little sugar whiff. Didn't you? I mean, no? it smells like cereal. Okay. Does anybody want to try it? Who wants to go first? Holly? Go yeah, here, I'll Holly's been so excited about these. Uh, big mouthful. And um, Holly, she looks like she's she's got to think about it. What do you think, Holly? I like them, but I think that I would rather eat actual donuts. Mm. This is straight up it sugar. It like Cheerios. No, it's more sugary than Cheerios. Well, yeah, like sweet Cheerios. Yeah. Like frosted Cheerios. And they're thicker than that, though. Cheerios have that OD texture. Mm. I actually like them, but they do have like the aftertaste. Oh, there is, it is. It's to fruit me it just, loopy. To me, it just tastes like every other cereal. I literally, okay, if I'm being really honest, I think it is Fruit Loops just with no color. Because it tastes like Fruit Loops to me. Yeah, yeah. you're probably right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just like they were like, well, just make it look like the donuts and we'll call it that. Well, except no. I think Fruit Loops is Kellogg's, but. Oh, whoops. That's okay, true. sorry. Um, well, whatever the recipe is, I, uh, but I, you know, I'll eat it. Yeah, but they have the Fruit Loop kind of things at Malto Meal. This is true. So essentially, they think like that's sweet. what we're eating. Mm-hmm. It's very Crunchy, sweet. sweet cereal. I mean, I would eat it. I'm this not going to not eat this it. This is the problem that I have with like these cereals is that they purport to be one thing and they don't actually taste like the thing they purport to be. Mm-hmm. Like nothing about like if you had put this in front of my face and said, what does this taste like to you? I would not have said, you know, it tastes like those powdered sugar Mm-mm. donuts. You know what? That's what we should be doing. We should be. Well, now it's too late. Well, we'll find. We should find a bunch of these novelty cereals that are supposed to taste like something else, and try and to then figure out try what to figure out what they are. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because, because I would not say donuts if I tried these. No, when we had but the, the nutter, nutter butter one, the nutter butter cereal, those were really good. Yeah, that those was were real good, amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That on ice cream, I would do that all day, Ooh. every day. Hot fudge too. Mm. Ooh, did you have you done that? No. Oh, okay. You sounded like you're speaking from experience. No, just wishful thinking. How many cobras are we giving the donut cereal, Holly? I'm gonna give it three out of five. Mm. I'd say two. I'm actually going to go two. Two Cobras out of five Cobras. That's our rating system on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, again, just mostly because, and the only reason I wouldn't give them more is because it, the box told me I was supposed to be tasting something different. So, donut cereal by post. You can get them at your local grocer. Uh, can you? Where did we get those? Where did you, do you remember Target. where we got those? Um, okay, Pretty so sure I got them from the Target. Targets. Um, uh-huh. Also, in other food news, I have some uh, additional food news, not cereal related, if you're interested. Yeah, what what do you got? Okay, so this is about Wendy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. 
They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Apparently, they're giving out free bacon cheeseburgers and Frosties every day through the 16th of March, which uh, means you have over a week to do this. What do I got to do to do that? All you have to do is buy something. There's apparently an in-app offer uh, where you you uh, you get a free uh, junior bacon cheeseburger. Let's see. All you have to do is order fries or coffee and you're going to get set up with a free burger. Even better, you can do it every day until the deal runs out on the 16th. So you go to the app for Wendy's, go to the offers deal. Similarly, there's an offer for free Frosty with a purchase. That's any offer, although you can't combine two offers. So if you want one day, you could do the free Frosty offer, and the other day you could do the free uh, Junior Bacon Cheese Booger uh, offer. That's okay. Free Free Wendy's yeah, for everybody. Exactly. That seems easy enough. Well, I wonder if you would want to um, dress your Wendy's burger with mayo must mayo or mayo cue. What? What yeah. words are you saying right now? Okay. Do you guys remember when Heinz released mayo chop? Oh, yeah. Uh, mayo and ketchup combo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a bad name. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. But then what do you think mayo must is? I have no idea. It sounds like something musty. Yeah, something that happens when I don't take a shower for a week. Okay, mayo mustard. It's mayo and mustard. Oh, and what's, that's a thing. Who wants mayo and mustard? And what Ew. about mayo Ugh. Q? Like barbecue? barbecue? That's a thing. Yeah. Well, Heinz like. is making uh, the mayo must, which is a saucy sauce that saucy is, sauce? that combines mustard and mayo. Wow. And mayo Q, which is the combination of mayonnaise and barbecue sauce. Um, and that will be available to you to enjoy um, in 16.5 ounce bottles with a suggested retail price of $3.49 in stores and online later this month. I mean, are you going to need that much? Honestly. No. Well, by the way, I don't know that I need to purchase them pre-combined when I already have both products in I mean, my life. I, I don't know. I, for like mayo cue and the mayo ketchup, if you're like obsessed with that combo, why not just buy one bottle? I think that's kind of cute. I just don't understand why anybody in their right mind wants to put mustard and mayo together. It sounds like, real Those combos nasty. do not sound good. Uh, barbecue I can get behind for well, sure. If you want to get behind any of it, you'll be able to do so later this month. Fabulous. Thank you, our friends at Heinz. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving Badly, we call them D bags on my talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly, we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, and uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly a name, and that name is D Bag. There it is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. All right, who's your D Bag? Chloe Kardashian. Oh, no. what Just did Chloe punch do? her card. Um, she uh, posted on her Instagram a picture that was full of. The most important thing in the entire world to her. What's that? Her Birkin bags. And her child. But 
surrounded by Birkin bags. Okay, so she posted a picture of purses. What does that have to do with the price of tea? Okay, she plopped her child in the middle of it. Her child is one. Little True is yep. one year old and is surrounded by 12,000, I'm sorry, <clears throat> hold on, bags that cost somewhere in the range of 12000 to over $200,000 per bag. Yep. One of which says Clo Money right on it. That's cute. And there is her one-year-old plopped in the midst of all of that. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to let my one-year-old anywhere near. Handbags? Uh, no, she, my children can go near my handbags because they cost less than $20. I'm not putting my child in the middle of a hundred-some-odd-thousand-dollar bag. No. Yeah, see, this, I think, has more to do with her talking about um, how rich she is. Exactly. Than it does with her child. Right, and that's what is kind of gross about it. Yeah. But lovely that she took a picture of her child in the middle of of all of it to make it seem like it wasn't about her expensive bags. Well, what was the caption again? Uh, it It was a picture of True, and it said, about four months ago, my girl is growing so fast. So she was trying to make you think it was about the child, but it's about clone money. Yeah. Well, I think you can apply that to pretty much um, all of the uh, social media posts that involve these children. Like there will always be them driving in a car, uh, you know, like those super fancy, ridiculous um, toy cars um, again, their wealth is on display no matter what the situation, whether it's their children, whether it's themselves, they're there to tell you, I am disgustingly wealthy and you're not. Well, and she just got dragged too for Photoshopping a picture of her and her baby. Oh no. What was that? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, don't know that I can't story. say that I know a whole lot about it. I only know that she posted a picture on her Instagram of her with her baby true. And she Photoshopped the whole darn thing. I can't wait until 20 years from now when little true yeah. is an adult herself. Mm-hmm. And where is she going to be 20 uh, years from now? In as much as that her whole life is being documented yeah. for our consumption, well, like the Truman show. Yes, you know, of. we've talked about this before, but um, I feel bad for children today because they, there is a, their personality is or their online personality is being created by their parents like when you post photos time and time again of your children um there's it, it just creates an awareness of who they are that we, you and I never had oh yeah no. so like there's this expectation i think then like it it cements an idea of who this individual is and i i say that to that it's more to the individual like they see themselves in a way that we never looked at ourselves i mean right. we looked in mirrors right but uh and we maybe looked at polaroid pictures or something like that but we weren't bombarded with this image or even thinking about what our image was or even thinking about like what we i don't know i just think it's got to be think about hard. their brand now and they define their brand and they define their um, ability, like how good they are at communicating their brand over social media by how many likes they're getting. Well, and also that sets in stone this idea of what their personality is Mm -hmm. more than, you know, like in our day, it would be like your parents would say, oh, so-and-so is so, you know, 
so-and-so. Like, Johnny is such a little go-getter. Okay, that's one thing. But when, you know, you have photos sort of reinforcing whatever the image is over and over and over again, that helps identify you and create an identity for yourself that you maybe don't want. Or not only that, it's going to change. Like, your identity changes over time. And Mm -hmm. who you are as a kid is not necessarily who you're going to grow up to be. And we've talked time and time again about how child stars are kind of, uh, you know, disadvantaged, Mm -hmm. right? And if you're turning your children into stars, I mean, you're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. So I just feel bad for this, especially celebrity children like this, because they will have an identity that perhaps they had no part in creating. Right. Which is frustrating. That was a little too serious for a D-bag. Well, why don't you give me a D-bag? My D-bag is very not serious. And her name is Farrah Abraham. Again. Yes, again. And I would like to tell you about Fair Abraham and why she's my D-bag today. She's got a new job. Really? Yes. Her new job, you guys, is book critic for Penthouse. Okay, hold on a second. She can barely even speak. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's an author, she, though. Published. Well, yeah. She is a published this author. This is true. Yeah. Um. But she's so she's reading pen, books for Penthouse and then she is reviewing them. What I or love about critiquing this, them. so she is a book critic now for uh, Penthouse magazine. They announced that they hired the reality star to give her quote unique take Mm-mm. on feminist classics <gasps> in order to see how they no. connect to the average oh, woman. My <laughs> goodness! So what I love about this is that they no. for their oh, first selection. No. Just wait. Yeah. No, I can't handle this. I can't I'm handle. Sorry, I what you're about regret. to say. Calm down. Calm down. I can't handle what you're about Deep to say. Deep breaths. Her first pick is Joan Didion's 1968 classic, mm-hmm. Slouching Towards Bethlehem, uh, which Abraham describes as junk. Ah! <laughs> oh my, my gosh. My favorite is she says, here's what she says of Didion. <clears throat> and I'm, I, I, will, I will confess, I have not read this book, so it's a collection of essays. Uh, but here's what Fair Abraham said of this feminist classic quote, and I think this is appropriate on International Women's Day <laughs> that we are listening to Farrah Abraham, <sighs> noted expert and feminist. And backdoor teen mom. Quote, if you're looking to find out what not to do as a writer, this is a great book for you. She jumps from year to year, often for no rhyme or reason. The nonlinear structure confuses me. I had to wonder, was Didion even trying when she was when she wrote this junk? <laughs> oh my word. Uh, maybe I'm really yeah. glad that Fair Abraham is the book reviewer she then, for Penthouse. She then wrapped up her review of Joan Didion's nineteen sixty-eight classic by doing a review of her own book and providing a plug for her 2012 classic my teenage dream ended stop and said quote my life story is closer to the truth of life than you know joan didion i wonder so if you are uh looking forward to her reviews you you can uh keep keep your subscription to (laughs) penthouse up to date kids i dare i say I want more of this, but not in like a serious way. Like I would just like to hear her critique other classics. Oh, she's going to win a Pulitzer soon. I, well, it's a Pulitzer it's for a Pulitzer, sure. Pulitzer, yeah. um, so the other question I have is 
When did Penthouse start publishing literary criticism? When Farrah Abraham needed a job. <laughs> and also, another question, when did Penthouse start having words? Oh, they've always, the Penthouse uh, I mean, there were letters. like the dirty letters. Yeah. But I didn't know they had long form uh, Maybe they're trying, trying something new. Yeah, and do they still make like a paper, like magazine I think they probably do. Like, can you go to the store and buy a penthouse magazine? Uh, certain stores, I would imagine. Only yeah. a uh, online experience because I think Playboy, right? They aren't they only online anymore? But didn't they change back? I mean, they did go to online. There was like I, a who big knows? again. I thought it was they went nude and then not nude. Oh, maybe that's the thing yeah. that they did. Uh, looks like penthouse. You can subscribe, and it will be a paper issue sent to your house. Oh, that is so bizarre. Does it come in plastic? Well, surely, yes. Or a brown paper sleeve. Probably. Anyway, so yeah, Fair Abraham, literary critic for Penthouse Magazine. Finds Joan Didion to be a, quote, gin-drinking bore. Yeah, and writer of junk. Awesome. When we come back on the well, Colleen... Fair Abraham knows about junk. This is true. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to update you on what is going on with the Joe Bros. Chonus... And schwat. If that sounds like gobbledygook to you, tune in and we'll explain it all after this on My Talk 1071. We like to catch you up with the Hollywood mega marriages that are creations of publicity so that they can get jobs in Hollywood. Uh, and uh, we call them names Chonus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, schwat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you call us Colleen and Bradley because that's our names. The Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we're going to update you on some of those relationships. Let's get started with Schwat. Yeah, Schwat, of course, is Catherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt, a.k.a. Schwat. Now, um, I just wanted you to know that, that Chris Pratt barely has time to plan his own wedding so because he's real busy. Uh. And this particular relationship, whether it is or is not true, because I I do like to think that certain of these celebrity relationships are completely fake. This particular relationship, I'm not sold that it's actually fake, meaning they probably love each other. I don't know. They seem like cool kids and they just want to have fun and, you know, be lovers. But certainly their wedding is solely for the purposes of publicity. And you don't have to take my word for it. But in that vein, we know that since they announced, and they've only announced their pending nuptials, what, two months? Not even two months like ago. Right after Maybe the about first two months, of the year, right? I believe, yeah. So we've only known about this for a couple of weeks, and literally every, if not every other day, we are bombarded with headlines. Things like, oh, Catherine Schwarzenegger is really looking forward to her wedding. Chris Pratt really looking forward to his wedding. These two are going to have crazy numbers of kids. Chris Pratt likes sheep. Like there's always wow, okay, some careful with that one. We were never actually uh, paying a, that close attention to Chris Pratt's daily goings on the way we are since they announced they were getting married to that end. As I said, just moments ago, he barely has time to plan his own wedding to Catherine, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Why? Because he's so busy. And he told her um, uh, he told us weekly on the red carpet. I barely have time. And apparently, he's not exaggerating, because from the looks of his Instagram, he's very busy lately. What's there he busy doing? an Instagram video of him wearing uh, a mask for his face. 
And that takes, you know, a lot of time. Yes. Everybody knows. Yes. And also, too, this this article, by the way, came from Cosmo. Mm-hmm. He likes sheep. Mm. That, I mean, I don't know how much time you have to spend with the sheep in your life, but. Um, also, <clears throat> he is standing on a mountain. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. With oh, well, Catherine climbing, Schwarzenegger. Climbing that Actually, mountain. Actually, that wasn't Catherine Schwarzenegger. That's, uh, that's uh, what do you call that dinosaur movie he was in? Uh, Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Jurassic that World. One? Yeah. World. Yeah. So he's very busy posting photos on Instagram mm-hmm. and videos. He barely has time to do lady things with his, you know, his wife to be like well, plan the wedding. This is his second marriage. Yeah. So he's already planned a wedding before. He doesn't need to do it again. Also, he's not taking a lot of interest in the what we- He doesn't want you to think he's like overly wedding about this, even though we've only been talking about their wedding for like two solid months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a little, you know, maybe a fall winter kind of thing. We got a lot of, to do, but we want lots of kids. <laughs> so he's doing that you know thing where I he's hear- trying to pretend that it's not a big deal. But really, that's all we're talking about. I hear that there's they have literally no plan and they're going to milk this goat, goat? for <laughs> as Sheep. long as they can until people start to really press them on when are you doing this wedding thing and then we'll get a date and then it will hear all about the real deal details of it then they'll get married and then there will be a spread in people magazine and or you know Vogue or something and then then they're going to be pregnant I also think, yes, and unlike, um, you know, the previous, what was I going to say? The the previous uh, wedding obsessed couple that we've talked about, Chonis, mm-hmm. I think there's some more genuosity here. The problem is it's annoying the crap out of me and I don't care. Right. I don't need a story every day. Uh, as we march down the aisle towards Schwat. Yeah, it's because they're all up in your grill all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, how about just go get married quietly? Let us know afterwards how it went, and uh, and we'll be happy with that. Yeah, you know, like uh, what Miley Cyrus and her secret marriage? Exactly, secret. Oh yeah, it was secret. I'm well, yeah, sorry. They, I thought you meant okay. I thought you were saying that that was a fake marriage, which it's not. Or maybe by all accounts, or, or I mean they love it? each other. I don't know. We don't know. Not watch them sleep together. Thank God. Uh, okay, would you like to know what's going on with Chonus? Yeah, so it was, Chonus is what really got us paying attention to all these uh, mega marriages. Well, I'm not even actually going to tell you what's actually happening with Chonus, which is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. 
What I am going to tell you is that Chonus is spreading. Oh. Because you know... like you need a cream for it. Well, I don't know if that would help. So, you know that the Jonas Brothers are reuniting under the moniker Jonas. And they have a new song out called... Sucker. Sucker. Because you are one. And apparently, we all are. And apparently, uh, you know, they had to go through a year of counseling together as brothers before they... Dookie. That's yes. actually the name of a Green Day album. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is what I'm learning about Jonas, is that that was but phase one of a broader Jonas Brother PR move, which is that started us talking about a Jonas again. Then the other Jonases joined in. And now we're just going to see headline after headline after headline about all of them talking about nonsense things that we don't really care about. Why? Because their brother started the ball rolling. Here's the headline. How Joe Jonas helped fiance Sophia Turner find herself and happiness. Was she lost? After an identity crisis. Oh, it's always nice when somebody else helps you find yourself when you have an identity crisis. That doesn't seem like the math works on that, but. She went through a rough patch before uh, Mr. Jonas came into her life, Joe Jonas. No, um, she said, I think for the longest time, I just didn't have a real sense of myself. I had a bit of an identity crisis where I was playing all these people and I'd grown up faster than I probably should have done. I hadn't been able to experience university or just spend a lot of time with friends for a while. And I kept on thinking, who am I? And then, long story short, her knight in shining armor Joe Jonas came into her life and said, here's who you are, Sophie Turner. You are mine. Let's get married and have a relationship. But first, my brother will get married and have a fake relationship. And then we can start talking about ourselves. Yeah, Do you I, see I how this all kind of yeah. rolled out? Um, it's just one big family affair at this point because everybody's getting in on it. We know this is all for a reality show that's going to drop at some point. So the album, the band getting back together, quote unquote, all this fake therapy, all these, uh, weddings that are happening. Um, speaking of the weddings that are happening in the original seed that created this kerfuffle, Jonas, that is Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. So they were on Carpool Karaoke, the Jonas Brothers, Mm -hmm. and Nick Jonas was hooked up to a lie detector, allegedly. Excuse me? Which I would like to fire James Corden because he asked questions that should not have been asked. Like softball questions. Yeah. Well, it was questions like, did you ever worry that this wedding was going on for too long? Because, ha ha, the joke is that... You know, the wedding lasted forever because, ha ha, they were shoving it down their throats for like an entire month. Yeah. And there were multiple ceremonies and then there were like multiple honeymoons. And so the questions he asked were like, was there any ever any point during your many weddings that you thought I'm done with these weddings? And Nick said, yes, ha ha. The statement was confirmed to be true. Instead, James Corden, you should have asked him, is this marriage fake? Yeah. Is this relationship fake? Do you two actually love each other? Have you slept together? Because all of those questions could have been answered and then we could move on. But no, James Corden decided to, well, basically abrogate his journalistic responsibilities as a late night show. I agree with you. Uh, And I think it's unfortunate uh, because we really could have had an end to the Jonas stories. But then what would Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas do? Yeah. And what would the rest of the Jonas brothers do? Yeah. I mean, it really is up to Nick Jonas to save all of them. 
This is really a multi-pronged approach. I mean, frankly, you know, it started with Nick and Priyanka. It spread to the other Jonai. And we're all going to be awash in Jonai before the year's end. Exactly. Ooh. That's going to leave a rash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spreading Chonus. Wow. They don't have a vaccination for that. Yet. It's true. CDC's well, working on it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our question for you, what is the most overrated candy? 651 What's the most overrated candy? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.